Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy. For today, my name is Heather. I have news and views, but I do have today's scripture reading. It is January the 26th. And if you're just now joining me for the first time, we are taking a one-year trip through the Chronological Bible uh, large print, of course, and it's the New Living Translation. And today we are in uh, January the 29th in Job's ninth speech, and it's a response to Bill Dead, and then Job's final speech, and Job speaks of wisdom and understanding, and he also speaks of his former blessings. So folks, uh, welcome to today's podcast, and I hope uh, the reading of the word is a blessing, and may God bless the reading of his word today. So let's go ahead and get started. So Job, uh, then Job spoke again. How, how have you helped the powerless? How have you saved the weak? How have you enlightened my stupidity? What wise advice um, you have offered? Where have you gotten all these wise sayings? Whose spirit speaks through you? The dead tremble. Those who live beneath the water to the underworld is naked in God's presence. The place of destruction is uncovered. God stretches the northern sky over empty space and hangs the earth on nothing. He wraps the rain in his thick clouds, and the clouds don't burst with the weight. He covers the face of the moon, shrouding it with his clouds. He created the horizon when he separated the waters, yet he set the, I'm sorry, he set the boundary between day and night. The foundations of heaven tremble, they shudder at his rebuke. By his power, the sea grew calm. By his skill, he crushed the great sea monster. His spirit made the heavens beautiful, and his power pierced the gliding serpent. These are just the beginning of all that he does, merely a whisper of his power. Who then can comprehend the thunder of his power? Once again, folks, this is uh, Job's ninth speech, and this is Job 26. Now we're going to Job 27, Job's final speech. Job continued speaking, I vow by the living God who has taken away my rights, by the Almighty who has embittered my soul, as long as I live, while I have breath from God, my lips will speak no evil and my tongue will speak no lies. I will never concede that you are right. I will defend my integrity until I die. I will maintain my innocence without wavering. My conscience is clear for as long as I live. May my enemy be punished like the wicked, my adversary like those who do evil. For what hope do the godless have when God cuts them off and takes away their life? Will God listen to their cry? When trouble comes upon them, can they take delight in the Almighty? Can they call to God at any time? I will teach you about God's power. I will not conceal anything concerning the Almighty, but you have seen all this. Yet you say all these useless things to me. This is what the wicked will receive from God. This is their inheritance from the Almighty. They may have many children, but the children will die in war or starve to death. Those who survive will die of a plague, and not even their widows will mourn them. Evil people may have piles of money and may store away mounds of clothing, but the righteous will wear that clothing, and the innocent will divide the money. The wicked build houses as fragile as a spider's web, as flimsy as a shelter made of branches. The wicked go to bed rich, but wake up, but wake to find that all their wealth is gone. Terror overwhelms them like a flood, and they are blown away in the storms of the night. 
The east wind carries them away and they're gone. It sweeps them away. It whirls down on them without mercy. They struggle to flee from its power, but everyone jeers at them and mocks them. Job speaks of wisdom and understanding, Job 28. People know where to mine silver and how to refine gold. They know where to dig iron from the earth and how to smelt copper from rock. They know how to shine light in the darkness and explore the furthest regions of the earth, and they search in the dark for ore. They sink a mine shaft into the earth far from where anyone lives. They descend on ropes and sw they descend on ropes swinging back and forth. Food is grown on the earth above, but down below the earth is melted as fire. The earth is melted as by fire. Here the rocks contain precious lapis lazuli. And the dust contains gold. These are treasures no bird of prey can see, no falcon's eye can observe. No wild animal has walked upon this, these treasures. No lion has ever set his paw there. People know how to tear apart flinty rocks and overturn the roots of mountains. They cut tunnels in the rocks and, un and uncover precious stones. They dam up the trickling streams and bring to light the hidden treasures. But... Do people know where to find wisdom? Where can they find understanding? No one knows where to find it, for it is not found among the living. It is not here, says the ocean, nor is it here, says the sea. It cannot be bought with gold. It cannot be purchased with silver. It's worth more than all the gold of Ophir, greater than precious onyx or lapis lazuli. Wisdom is more valuable than gold and crystal. It cannot be purchased with jewels mounted in fine gold. Coral and jasper are worthless in trying to get it. The price of wisdom is far above rubies. Precious peridot, peridot from Ethiopia cannot be exchanged for it. It's worth more than the purest gold. But do people know where to find wisdom? Where can they find understanding? It is hidden from eyes of all humanity. Even the sharp-eyed birds in the sky cannot discover it. Destruction and death day, destruction and death say, We've heard only rumors of where wisdom can be found. God alone understands the way to wisdom. He knows where it can be found. For he looks throughout the whole earth and sees everything under the heavens. He decided how hard the wind should blow and how much rain should fall. He made the laws for the rain and laid out a path for the lightning. Then he saw wisdom and evaluated it. He set, in it, he set it in place and examined it thoroughly. And this is what he has to say to all humanity. The fear of the Lord is true wisdom. To forsake evil is real understanding. Job speaks of his former blessings in Job 29. Job continued speaking, I long for the years gone by when God took care of me, when he lit up the way before me and I walked safely through the darkness. When I was in my prime, God's friendship was felt in my home. The Almighty was still with me, and my children were around me. My steps were awash in cream, and the rocks gushed olive oil for me. Those were the days when I went to the city gate and took my place among the honored leaders. The young stepped aside when they saw me, and even the, age even the aged rose in respect at my coming. The princes stood in silence and put their hands over their mouths. The highest officials of the city stood quietly, holding their tongues in respect. All who heard me praised me, and all who saw me spoke well of me. For I assisted the poor in their need and the orphans who required help. I helped those who without hope, and they blessed me. And I caused the widows' hearts to sing for joy. Everything I did was honest. Righteousness covered me like a robe, and I wore justice like a turban. I served as eyes for the blind and feet for the lame. 
I was a father to the poor and assisted strangers who needed help. I broke the jaws of godless oppressors and plucked their victims from their teeth. I thought, surely I will die surrounded by my family after a long, good life. For I am like a tree whose roots reach the water, whose branches are refreshed with the dew. With the dew. Who honors are constantly bestowed on me, and my strength is continually renewed. Everyone listened to my advice. They were silent as they waited for me to speak. And after I spoke, they had nothing to add, and for my counsel satisfied them. They longed for me to speak as people long for rain. They drank my words like a refreshing spring rain. When they were discouraged, I smiled at them. My look of approval was precious to them. Like a chief, I told them what to do. I lived like a king among his troops and comforted those who mourned. Folks, thank you so much for joining me today. As we travel through the Bible, the one-year chronological Bible, and uh, I hope this is a blessing to you guys. It sure is a blessing to me. And tomorrow, the good Lord willing, and we're still here and haven't been raptured, we will be into January 27th reading of Job Speaks of His Anguish. That's uh, Job 30, Job's Final Protest of Innocence, Job 31. And those are going to be the two readings we'll be reading tomorrow, the good Lord willing. And uh, I know it's going to be a blessing to you guys. And I don't know if you caught here early on, I'm going to... I'm going to come back over here. I want to point out something here to you guys. I'm sure y'all caught it. Um, let me see here if I can find it. Yes. So um, I love how people go to flat earth and all this stuff. Listen to the, you know, just Job 26 verse 7. God stretches the northern sky over empty space and hangs the earth on nothing. So that kind of rules out the Hindus. I don't know about you guys. They think like how many elephants are holding up the, uh, the the earth. But of course, you know, we know the truth. And uh, our Heavenly Father, who's creator of all, wrote his word so that we would have it. And so what a blessing his word is. And um, God says always get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, I pray that today is a day of salvation. Please know that the wages of sin are death. We've all done it. We've all committed sins uh, against our Heavenly Father, and we all deserve death. But by His grace and mercy, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to live the perfect sinless life, to die in our place on the cross, to suffer the wrath of God so that we didn't have to. And so His blood is the atoning sacrifice for us. And so I pray that today is the day of salvation, that you will reach out and cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ to save you today. For all who call upon the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved the word of god says so i pray that you do that today if you haven't already done that time is precious and time is short we are living in the end days and so i pray that you wouldn't tarry much longer so may the lord uh come get us tonight wouldn't that be a wonderful wonderful thing oh my goodness gracious he's coming he's coming soon we don't know when we don't we don't know the day we don't know the hour but we do know the season for he has told us that when you see the beginning of these things, Jesus said, lift your head up high because your redemption draws near where these things have begun to happen. So it's like labor pains upon a pregnant woman. Uh, read Matthew 24, you guys. So anyway, with that, I'm really going to get out of here. So get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus. Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening and joining me on this journey. May God bless each and every one of you.